Um, when did you come to the Radcliffe, actually? Hmm? Which year did you come to the Radcliffe? 1960. Right. So this we're talking now, I'd only been there about two or three years, but it was a fairly uh, strong movement. Um, And uh, I can't give you, uh, with any accuracy, names of people involved, but some people were the old rear guard and said, my word, no, the uh, Radcliffe can be developed a great deal more yet. And... uh, we can uh, make it keep up with the times. And you must remember, penicillin was used here first. And <laughs> we've got wits and these yeah. remarkable people and their achievements. Um, so that is one side. Um, and uh, then there's the other side, who I think wasn't necessarily confined to the younger men. A number of the older men, including Sam Corrie, for instance, right. <laughs> uh, were very keen to see uh, plans laid down for a completely new hospital. Corrie, of course, uh, had very carefully made sure that the hospital had preserved ownership of the manor house site. Yes. Um, and um, uh, that was the basis of it, that... Uh, you had this big division. Now, uh, the hospital has, of course, at, at that time, been in severe financial difficulties. It overspent, largely due to Allison uh, right. developing his department. Mm. Uh, and so the um, uh, restrictions were on. But it was put to Lord Franks, who was a, a fine man. He mm-hmm. really was mm-hmm. a good guy, mm-hmm. but no nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lord Oliver Franks. And uh, he, um, I think, very firmly came to the opinion that uh, a completely, a fresh start on a completely new set, mm-hmm. site was uh, uh, inevitable if we were to hold our place in the world. Um, and uh, this was debated... Um, certainly by the Board of Governors and certainly by, did we call it the Medical Staff Committee, the main consultants committee that or met was probably once a month. Was it council? Council, yes. Council. I think it was, yes. Probably a medical staff council. I think so, yes. And that met roughly once. And all the consultants, uh, you know, uh, invited to attend and... Uh, the issue came up very strongly there, and there were people who spoke very strongly for and against mm-hmm. it. And I can't honestly remember um, who, uh, which side there was people on, but uh, so perhaps we just uh, leave that. There but were proponents of the Churchill side, like oh, Richie Russell. We'll come to that later. Uh, well, perhaps we just come to those yes, in a minute. Yes. Um, it, it developed then uh, that um, the... Oh, I would advise you to refer to the minutes of the Board of Governors Mm -hmm. and the minutes of the Medical Staff Council Committee, if they still exist. But if they, it will all be there. Uh, uh, And it was decided uh, clearly by the Board of Governors that um, uh, there should be um, a move towards a completely new hospital. Uh, uh, to the extent to which they decided to appoint a planning team. Now, I would guess that the planning team um, would have been in early... The decision to uh, get a planning team uh, together uh, would have been in early 1963. Right. That's when things Mm -hmm. started to move. Right. Um, Now, because I was... New and brash and incautious. <laughs> the best way of silencing a man who's being a nuisance <laughs> is to give him a responsibility. And right. So the initial planning team uh, was um, John Oddy, and we'll come to him in a moment. Oh, yes, uh, I remember. Uh, oh, yes. a most important yes. person. Uh, excellent man. Uh, was John Oddy, who was really representing the regional board. Um, and John Badenock and myself, just the three of us. Uh, Eventually we had a secretary, a male secretary. Uh, His name may have been Lovell, but I'm not certain of that. We also had attached uh, a nursing representative, Mm -hmm. uh, again from memory, and I couldn't find it in the records. Uh, I can't remember her name. So that was the group. 
Now, we were brought together, and I'm going to remind myself, I've made a few little jottings here. Um, yes. Um, ouch. The planning team first started to meet um, seriously. Um, oh, here we are. Uh, in uh, from June nineteen sixty three onwards, mm-hmm. um, and um, when I say seriously, we were meeting often two times a week, sometimes more often than that. We were visiting various places. Mm-hmm. We went to the ministry once. Um, we certainly spent uh, quite a few days visiting Scandinavia, you know, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, right. for all of whom had uh, modern hospitals. Particularly, I think uh, Denmark was regarded mm-hmm. as one of the leading uh, hospital designs. Yes. Um, now. The initial tasks were to decide the architect, uh, the site mm-hmm. to be chosen, and we'll come to that in a moment. Um, and um, as an additional thing, what would happen eventually, long term, to the Radcliffe mm-hmm. site? And um, uh, taking those in uh, some sort of order, uh, the sites. Uh, we deliberated the planning team carefully and for the sort of reasons I mentioned just now, you know, it would be uh, impossible to imagine a really big structure uh, being placed on the Radcliffe site. Mm-hmm. So that pushed us onto the possibility of the Churchill or the uh, Manor Road mm-hmm. site. I can't remember the strong arguments. Uh, but uh, we all came down emphatically that by far the best way was to go to what was in essence a large virgin site mm-hmm. um, waiting to be developed. Um, uh, and we did this in the belief it would be possible to get a special road uh, constructed between mm-hmm. the northern bypass mm-hmm. and hospital site. Right. We, we <laughs> did it in the belief that this would be possible, yes. although we realized that it would upset quite a few people, um, but it seemed to us uh, very necessary. Yes. But uh, may yes. I just add as a corollary, that of course didn't happen and consequently you have relatively poor access to the hospital, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. could occur, I mean, yes. nothing to stop it happening uh, sooner or later. Um, so that was the decision made to develop it uh, at the site. Um, I think it was felt the Churchill site was too restricted as regarding access. Um, It was going to be a very big upheaval to build on the site. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure there were a number of other points we raised at the time, Mm but um, it was a a unanimous and strong decision that uh, the Manor House site was one. Were there financial reasons? Because I think the United Oxford Hospitals owned the Manor site, and I'm not, just not sure about the Churchill. So I've always heard rumours that it was partly to save money that they went to the Manor House. Mm, no, so, no. unless they meant to the cost of demolishing it and having temporary buildings to house the church. No, not on. It would have been a fairly complex process. Did the regional board own it? Or they're very close by, aren't they? They might have, yes, they might have, yes. Uh, I can't give you an accurate answer to that. Uh, But so that was that decision taken. Uh, Now, the... um, running parallel with that was beginning to look around for um, architects Mm -hmm. Um, and um, the decision on the architects was uh, I think finally made round about August of 1963 Um, they had um, uh, the 
possibility of four architects or firms of architects, because mm-hmm. not just one. And eventually it boiled down to, and they, they were interviewed, representatives were interviewed, um, that um, the firm of uh, York, Mardell and Rosenberg right. should uh, take the job on. Now Rosenberg was a remarkable man. a very sharp, razor-sharp personality, very amusing, with a loud voice and didn't hesitate to express himself forcibly, uh, and uh, didn't hesitate to drive everyone in the project uh, very firmly as well. Mm-hmm. So, in fact, he was um, an excellent man. Now, I remember one of the committees, I was asked as a member of the planning team, well, uh, why did you go for them? And I said... Um, well, we were very impressed with uh, uh, Rosenberg. Um, <laughs> um, just in passing on the way, um, uh, when we were travelling, we'd often have conversations. Mm. When he found that... Uh, I'd been part of the British Army invading Germany, mm-hmm. so yeah. um, uh, he, uh, his hatred of the Germans very strongly yeah. came out. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, we won't branch off into that. <laughs> I might uh, tell you too much. Um, now, the other thing which um, we laid down uh, from the beginning, and I think... Uh, John Baydock most certainly would feel like this, uh, and uh, so did I, although I was only a recent um, comer to Oxford University, uh, was that uh, the site of the Radcliffe Infirmary, um, if it were completely uh, evacuated, which would seem likely eventually, Mm -hmm. uh, the site uh, must go into the hands of the university. Mm And it would give the university an opportunity they wouldn't have had for a hundred years yes. of expanding uh, the area within central Oxford or virtually central Oxford, um, for whatever purposes. And in fact, 40 years later, that is what is happening, mm-hmm. provided they have money to finish it. <laughs> yes. uh, so, um, in fact... Those sort of three principles that we've settled on and pursued um, have all been realised and uh, built and expanded upon. Yes. Uh, Then the next thing that was decided, whilst I was still there, uh, was the order um, of actually building. Um, Now... John Stallworthy mm-hmm. was very keen to see a completely new hospital mm-hmm. on, on a new site. And I think there's a little touch of encouraging him. <laughs> <laughs> Obstetrics and gynae was uh, to be the first building, yes. which indeed is uh, w- what happened. And he was delighted about this. He, it's what he wanted, it gave him room to uh, do, um, run things as he, as he wanted. Mm. But he was one of the people, fortunately, who, who was uh, uh, keen, uh, keen upon this. Um, I was going to make another point. Um, that he wanted to take the risk, as it were, of being the first up there. John, yes. there's a bit of risk about oh, it. Oh, there would be risks, yes, yes, indeed. Yes. Oh, I may say that um, Rosenberg, uh, from the word go, was most uh, encouraging... Um, uh, he said, oh, very good, it's on a site on a hillside. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's more, from the uh, upper part, you'll get wonderful views across Oxfordshire and so on. So he was delighted because to him, uh, building on the hillside was uh, much more interesting than just on the level. (laughs) Uh, And uh, there we are. Um, Yes... I can't tell you much more about the nursing officer. Mm-hmm. You'll, uh, you'll, I'm sure you'll find in your records uh, 
her name. And uh, this, the male secretary, who was a young, a very eager young man, who died in a car accident locally not long afterwards, mm. um, his name may have been Neville, but mm -hmm. uh, again you'll find that in the in the records. Yes. Um, now one minute. Um, oh, we travelled um, in. Um, the Scandinavian countries with the architects. Well, there was a, a young architect as well. Um, uh, particularly to uh, address the problem of the appearance of the hospital. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, you could either have uh, an ugly building or you could have possibly um, a good-looking building. And um, uh, it was decided, and particularly Rosenberg uh, was keen on uh, the format we have at the moment, which mm -hmm. is very similar to the formats also used at uh, a wing, a big edition uh, at. Do I mean St Thomas's, which is the one opposite the house? It's St Thomas's. St Thomas's, yes. yes. St Thomas's. Right. Um, they built a new wing there, uh, mm. the, s the same architects. Right, okay. Uh, but um, I think you will perhaps agree with me that if you're going to have a big building, uh, the general arrangement of the windows is, uh, is not bad. Yeah. It's uh, about as good as you could yeah. probably get if yeah. you're going to have a big, rather monolithic building. Um, and of course, the Obstron Guiney one was uh, going to match as well. Now, I remember going to at uh, the time, and I can't quite remember where it was or who it was. Um, there was a big debate going on in the common room of the college where I was dining, um, and on this very matter of the new hospital. Um, and uh, one chap loudly and vociferously spoke up and said, uh, the only thing is excusable uh, is that uh, the nature of the building is that it's to be a hospital. Any other, for any other purpose, a building of that size and uh, uh, easy visibility from Oxford itself um, would be quite um, uh, inexcusable. <laughs> <laughs> so they felt a hospital might uh, pass muster with the general yeah. collegiate of Oxford. Um, now, because it is on the skyline, isn't it? Oh, it's yes. a very good position. Yes, you yes. see it from a long yes. way. Yes. Taking the reverse, um, I uh, had a, a very major operation and was very ill for a while afterwards, uh, ooh, four years ago now. Mm -hmm. And the room I was in gave you the best yes. view of Oxford Abroad, distantly, yes. but... Uh, at eight in the morning, when the sun was shining, wherever it shines from east, uh, from the east, uh, it would illuminate yes. Oxford most wonderfully. It is lovely uh, view there. And I never succeeded in getting um, a good photograph of right. it, although I'm very keen on photography. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, I think a lot of trees have been allowed to grow and have rather removed the, yeah. um, you know, the number of rooms that can actually see that, that view. Right. But... Uh, that's a trimming. Yes. Uh, <laughs> now, various people uh, uh, who are involved, I'll come back to Audi in a moment because he's mm -hmm. absolutely key. Mm -hmm. uh, Rosemary Rue, of course, mm -hmm. was, I think, involved yes. in this. She died five years ago or something mm -hmm. like that. But she was, of course, excellent and very helpful. And uh, there were many conversations with him. Um, so really this was um, a joint enterprise uh, between, I suppose, three. You've got the uh, Oxford Hospital itself, United Oxford Hospitals, or whatever they were called in those days, uh, the regional board and the university mm -hmm. were, were the people, people involved. Um, now... Um, Oddy. Uh, he was, um, I think, um, uh, 
have uh, in the administrative staff of the regional boards. Um, he was a very capable man. His age, uh, he qualified at 42. I, I would say he would be uh, uh, about four years older than myself. So at that stage, he would have been in his mid-40s. Mm -hmm. In other words, at his height. Yes. Um, he had after his name, and I never unraveled it, uh, in capital letters and full stops, <laughs> DSC, which stands for Distinguished Service Cross. Yes. Now, I don't know what that, um, what he did to earn right, this. Right. He did spend a while in New Zealand, um, and he had made a bit of a specialty upon... Uh, planning and commissioning hospitals. Right. Uh, he was an ideal man for it. He was a likeable man. He was very capable. Uh, we would all agree on what was to be done, and then he would translate it into word, right. uh, which was absolutely vital. So we didn't have uh, an awful lot of writing to do, uh, John Badenock and myself, uh, because... Uh, um, he would, um, as I say, put it into word. Now, I had hoped uh, to be able to um, uh, give you more than this, but this is something. This is the first report of the planning team. Right, wow. Uh, and notice it's September. Quite so quick. within three months, um, we, and did, we did work extremely hard. Uh, we um, had uh, got out a, a very important document. Um, now, I think you'll find that it's also the same... I don't know who's the Williams commitment. Who is Williams? Oh, he well, he was warden of Rhodes House, a, a bloke called Williams. Yes, and um, he was the always. Lady Williams. There was Lady Williams yes. was his wife. Oh, I He'd see. He'd been the um, map organizer for uh, Montgomery in the desert. Oh. And then he became boss of Rhodes House, yes. and he was always sort of vaguely linked with the hospital. So I think it's probably him rather than her. Though later on she had, there were Williams committees yes. under her. Because I find in my diary his name keeps cropping up and he was obviously involved uh, a good bit in this. Now I'm fairly sure you'll find, but I won't be absolutely sure, the... Um, That they say, and I wonder if it's got any sort of index at the front, that uh, this is our second report, B. Uh, the second report of the Williams Committee. Oh, yes, okay. Uh, I think it does also contain uh, a, th a third report embodied in this. But anyway, uh, this is the first and second reports uh, of the um, um, Yes, that's marvellous. Um, and I'm pretty sure, although it's not dated and it doesn't give any names, um, I'm pretty sure... Uh, that. That's the oh, one. there we are. Yes, it does, yes. in fact, doesn't it? Yes, yes. that's right, September. Lovely. So you're, you're welcome to keep well, that, because I've got kind. another copy here. Oh, right. Now, yes. here, I find in it, amusingly, a bit of paper which says Paper B, right. which may relate to that, yeah. I don't know. And I don't know whose handwriting this is. Um, I notice that there are no private beds mentioned for Manor Hospital or for Manor House. Um, uh, it is inevitable that provision should be made for this, for your deliberations, not tonight. So, mm -hmm. uh, But anyway, yes, we did, uh, I've forgotten what we did do, but it wasn't a particularly a, a big uh, priority to no. make provision. Ted Maloney might have written that. <laughs> I don't know. It could be, it. yes, it could be. <laughs> I have a feeling that Ted was one of the rear guards who didn't want to see it. Right, okay. I, I could be wrong, no, no, quite wrong about it. Uh, he may have had an open mind. Mm -hmm. uh, Tim Till, I'm pretty sure, uh, 
have thought it was a good idea. Yes. Um, he was a good man, wasn't he? He was a fine chap. I liked yes. him very much. Um, now, other people on the scene, I'm afraid you'll find that nearly everyone who is on the scene and actively involved uh, have died, yeah. passed on. Um, now, somebody, whoever, who is probably alive and may have been involved was, was it Megan Tomitzi? Megan Tomizai, I call it, but I mean... Tomizai. Yes. Now I grew up thinking that people that for the Manor House Pickering was a supporter, well Richie Russell was a great Churchill advocate. You could be right. No, sure. Okay. Oh, Churchill yes. advocate against the new hospital. Yes, do I would I have it on the Churchill side? Uh, but probably to keep both the infirmary going. Right. Uh, because that was the other option, of course, mm -hmm. to keep the uh, refurbish the infirmary in some way and have uh, you know the two sites. Yes, uh, that could well be, and because uh, all these sorts of variations and things were um, it um, rather vehemently discussed. There was uh, I made one or two people who didn't speak to me for about ten years afterwards. Yeah. I forgot yeah. who they were. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, anyway. Um, I think Ted Mullery was probably going to... Who was the other person you mentioned? Uh, well, Richie Russell oh, and Russell, Pickering. Yes. Pickering was for Manor Road, yes. I understood. Yes. And Richie wanted yes. things on the Churchill. Yes. Well, it was a perfectly uh, valid yeah, sure. belief that it, would, that it would be the better site. But um, looking back at it all now, I'm sure it was better to... Um, use the banner site and the Churchill site is uh, still largely available for uh, and has already started the process of uh, uh, expansion onto it, hasn't mm -hmm. it? Incidentally, as an, an aside, you know the big new building, have you been into it, the Cancer Centre? Yes, I have. Uh, vastly oversized, vastly yes. over extravagant. Yes. Uh, it's built with private money and we rent it at a huge sum. From it, or the PPI, one of the yes, EPFIs, yeah. yes. Um, now, incidentally, it has, however, two interesting architectural features. One is they're bored right down so they get hot water from right. 50 feet under. Right, right. Uh, the other is they've got solar panels on the roof right. uh, which provides hot water. Well, that's good. Uh, so, I mean, it's got... Anyway, it's an interesting, but <laughs> yeah. that's uh, not relevant. Yeah. But except that uh, uh, it was probably an argument that it was a good idea to leave the Churchill sites uh, as a reserve, as it were. Yes. Um, perhaps some time, uh, or should I just mention it now, looking at what were the defects 
looking at it now, how long is it since we moved up there and into it? Was it about 19... Well, the main move, I think, was about 1980. Would yeah, that be right? I can't remember. But anyway, looking at, mm. at it now, if you like, 30 years, whatever mm. it is later, um, uh, car parking completely yes. flummoxed us. Yes. Well, they had expected, uh, um, hadn't expected anything like the uh, huge uh, deluge mm. of cars to be parked. Uh, they had their eyes on what was called the camel's head. Head on the map, you can see a camel's right. Up head, <laughs> uh, right down in the lowest part, where mm -hmm. they talked about building a multi-story car park, uh -huh. where it was tucked away and out of sight, as it uh -huh. were. But that would have probably been insufficient. So that was one uh, thing that rather uh, took their breath away. The other was uh, disappointment that we didn't succeed in getting a much better access into the hospital, yes. possibly directly from the normal, as we had hoped, yes. from the normal bypass. Uh, but I think the local council refused to sanction that because they uh, felt it would upset, uh, you know, maybe 50 houses might mm. have been displaced or something right. like yes. that. Yes. Um, because it's, uh, there was a bit of an outcry when they had to take off uh, half the garden, the people near the present entrance to the hospital. Yes. But in right. order to make room. So there we are. Um, the um, Another thing uh, which was disappointing, we had hoped to have um, bigger living quarters for nurses and particularly for doctors. Right. Um, but they weren't able to get more than a, a comparatively small, small number. Mm -hmm. So that, that had to fall by the wayside. Uh, other things were done. There was like a, an economy, so that all the windows had wooden frames instead of everlasting aluminium ones, right. something right. like that. Yeah. That may or may not be a fairly heavy maintenance burden. Yes. Uh, I don't know. But uh, all in all, I would say, apart from... a various gaffes that have occurred, um, it has lent itself, as we hoped it would, to considerable expansion, as mm -hmm. uh, you know, mm -hmm. the cardiac unit was mm -hmm. expanded, and then yes. the children, yes. and uh, something else done there. Yes. Uh, it has lent itself, as we had hoped, uh, to expansion like that, and um, it is a building which is capable of considerable internal modification, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, the only part that I feel, and I suffered from this when I myself as a patient, uh, left me unhappy was the rather dungeon effect and claustrophobic um, atmosphere um, of the uh, lowest level where the radio much of the radiology right. is centered. Mm -hmm. right. uh, if you're a patient there, mm. there was one occasion when I was feeling bloody ill. <laughs> And they wanted to x-ray me, and I told them there was no need to. Yes. But they said, well, you really ought to. So they sent me down there. And as soon as we got down there, and I was parked down there on the uh, stretcher, uh, they announced loudly that they were very sorry there was going to be a, quite a long delay, up to an hour, because there had been a traffic accident and mm. people were coming in. And I found myself in a large, uh, semi-dark room, um, filled with people right. and the chap next to me was coughing and coughing and you know really a highly productive cough um, so in the end I couldn't stand it any longer so I called the nurse over and said look I could I remind you that I used to be senior surgeon here in this hospital and I do not want to have this x-ray please take mm -hmm. me back to my ward mm -hmm. uh, and um, she looked a bit Tapagasted and said, uh, spoke presumably to the sister, and uh, I was very soon returned to the ward. Good. <laughs> and, and from that day onwards, <laughs> never back. Never looked back. Never
uh, a little bit unforgivable mm. that he should have um, not been more cooperative there. Yes. But that was one of the difficulties. I have no doubt um, one could um, uh, think of others. But um, uh, travelling between the two hospitals wasn't too difficult. Certainly if you had your own wheels, it yes. was easy enough. Yes. And I think there was a bus service that ran, it was fairly good for patients to right. go from one to the other. Um, now when they built the main bit of the, the phase two, when they built phase two, mm. the story always was, well, it was the winter of discontent, it was around that time, wasn't it? Mm. Um, and that they had to cut down because of shortage of money. Mm. They had to, you know, not do some mm. things mm. they were intending to. Was that a big issue? or When was that? Well, this would be about 82, I guess, when they're doing phase two. It was when the Callaghan government were facing the unions, that oh, sort of time. What did we have to cut down on? Well, I don't know what they did cut, but I remember hearing, and it may have just been gossip, that because of shortage of money, they'd had to pare, mm. pare down the plans. Mm. Mm. On the outside, I think, it was some of it was the cladding mm. wasn't mm. as good as it was meant mm. to be, I believe. Mm. Could have been. Mm. Um, I can't reliably remember that. Um, there were upsets over the years. Well, how long mm. did you stay on the planning team, oh, as it were? Um, well, because of home difficulties, yeah. I gave up. Um, I think just over a year I was on the planning team. Right. But we did in that time make the, all the vital decisions, yes. you know, the site, the architect, um, and uh, that the university should have first claim on the uh, yes, site. Yes, indeed. Um, you do one little detail, which was uh, a little bit selfish perhaps, in the planning phase. Uh, this was later, mm. when Hodgson was on. Mm. Um, <coughs> uh, they were beginning to... Uh, plan the interior arrangement and they were going to put all the surgeons um, instead of giving them separate offices mm -hmm. they were going to have them all in one big room or uh, <laughs> there was a name for it not jumbo or open 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 plan open something plan, like yes. that and uh, I very uh, vociferously yeah. urged Hodgson, who was in favour of the open plan, right. and remember he was an anaesthetist yes. and didn't have the same requirements yeah. as we did, that uh, surgeons must have uh, uh, an individual office. And they did. On that floor, they uh, built a number of compartments, so as each of the uh, surgeons, yes. I think six of us all together, mm -hmm. uh, had their own room where the secretary could work, where all your own records could mm. be kept and yes. so on. And that worked out very well yeah. at that time. And who followed you on the planning team as a surgeon? Who succeeded you? Or perhaps the surgeon uh, didn't? No. Hodgson no. uh, Hodgson did. Yes. Right, I get yes. it. Yes. I don't know where it went from there. No. Because John Badenock stayed on it, didn't he? Right he did, through, yes. yes. Yes, he did, yes. Because yeah, remember, he was very involved. Oh, he he was a tower of strength yeah. and wisdom. You felt yeah. that um, he would protect any university. Oh, oh, and the physicians, of course, yes. their interests. Yes. Um, did you find the physicians um, um, had um, adequate facilities when they moved into JR2? Uh, yes, I'd have said, by and large, yes. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. outpatients, I really felt, were much better. Yes. And the wards had improvements. Yes. Um, the great difference was because of the lifts, I mean, it was a high building, you used to go up and down in the lifts and never meet anybody. Yes. Well, in the old Radcliffe, down the long corridors, you would be meeting people and doing business. And, you know, it was interesting yes. how that did make a difference. Yes. Such, you know. Yes. No, I can remember at a surgeon's meeting, one of the surgeons raised this sort mm. of point. Now, I said to him very firmly, this is to Malcolm Gough, oh, yes. <laughs> um, look, uh, I always walk the five flights, if we're going up five flights, it's good for your health, and <laughs> yes, very good. Um, 
And he glared at me and said, I prefer to get my exercise by, by playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to do seven. <laughs> seven, seven was more yes, than five. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it's true. Oh, I it think, is. I, 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 I think nowadays you, you would want to build mm. that into yes. your life. And yes. One of the reasons why I'm glad in this house, we, we're not a cottage. We, yes. Uh, yes. You have yes. to go upstairs at the drop of a hat. Yes. So yes. It's, I think it's probably good yes. for us. Well, actually, then I got back to doing the stairs, actually, towards the end, because yes. I thought it was good exercise. I quite agree. But the professorial units, the surgical yes. unit, was very good, and I think the medical professorial unit was very yes. good. They had uh, lots of space. And, of course, Peter expanded up and got a much bigger staff, and um, Peter Morrison mm. uh, did that very well. Now, the medical artists, um, yes. small detail, they, they had much better facilities yes, than they ever had before. Near the restaurant. Uh, I'll tell you one thing which... Um, uh, yes, uh, at the RVI, they had excellent post-mortem rooms with excellent facilities for students to see. Um, and... At the Radcliffe, the facilities with Rob Smith yes. up there were primitive. To say <laughs> they were abominable. Yes, absolutely. No, I remember going yeah, there. I do too, yes. And um, terrible. when I first went there, it was a surgical case. Right. And um, uh, Rob Smith was doing a PM, and he was furious because I, as I'd been used to, uh, started saying a lot about the mm. case and what we'd expected and what we might find here. And he was furious because yeah. he wanted to hold the port. Right. <laughs> That's the way. No, no. But anyway, so really, and they were very odoriferous, yes. if you were sensitive about smells. Um, uh, the Radcliffe uh, post-mortem facilities uh, <coughs> and um, the... <coughs> Ability to demonstrate them to surgeons mm. was very inferior. It was. It was. <clears throat> and I'm just trying to think about. Well, it. I don't John think Radcliffe. they were all that good in the new hospital. No, that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. They weren't really. I'm just trying to think where one went. Because the post mortems, guys, they had very mm. good uh, facilities. Yes. And one would often uh, have a Mars bar and be quietly crunching that in the <laughs> back of a group of students on a, you know, open platform. Yes. Uh, watching the post-mortem, yes. and they were brilliantly displayed um, post-mortems by um, medical registrars, usually, yes. senior registrars. And um, your car's in the drive, isn't no, it? No, it's in the drive, yes, that's right. Um, um, what were they saying? Well, the post-mortem oh, yes, yes. well-displayed uh, of course, uh, brilliantly, Keith Simpson. Have you heard really? of him? Oh, I've heard of him. Yeah, I worked closely with that. him for a while. Wow. He was an absolutely super guy. Yeah, he re wow. And he was very funny. Yes, <laughs> I can imagine. Very funny. <laughs> Weird <laughs> <laughs> stories. <laughs> like the cat that made a bloody footprint. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a wonderful character. Uh, he yeah. really was. Um, and he always, uh, he always impressed us as students uh, because... He always had a good-looking secretary in there with him, busy typing, mm. because, of course, um, they didn't have, um, you know... Microphone that, things, yeah. yes. No, all sorts of things yes. changed in there. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, but there was guys. Mm. Guys was a great place in the air raids, it was truly. <laughs> Gosh, yes, um, So what was the surgical view of Pickering, by and large? Oh, there was always great respect for yes. him, yes. Yes. Mm. Um, no, I think because... Um, are you talking about in the new hospital or generally no, no, speaking? No, generally, when he came. No, no, his he influence. was held in high esteem. Yes. Um, he was in favour of a new hospital, yes. wasn't he? He yes. was, I think. Yes. Uh, and it was always a great pleasure to be an examiner, and then he would hold a sort of examiner's lunch afterwards, uh -huh. uh, yes. on the last day or something like yes. that. Yes. And um, you know, tell the story, for instance, of how uh, they had a full orchestra um, playing the 18 Tchaikovsky's 1812 uh -huh. overture, is it called? Right. Um, and instead of using drums for the cannon, 
they brought in actual artillery pieces <laughs> and everyone had predicted they'd shatter all the windows in a quadrangle. And reportedly, they didn't. <laughs> a typical Pickering story, right. though, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. Oh, he was a super guy. Yes. yes. Um, No, I think Oxford's um, been a great scene. I used to imagine it still is. Oh, I think so, yes. Um, we used to have the outstanding characters. Yes. Um, oh, I was going to, um, and I'm sure they exist today, mm-hmm. but I was just going to digress a little bit and say how um, I, I did find it so a disappointment in the... Uh, attitude often of um, consultants coming in to advise upon me when I had my illness Um, and how um, some would willingly come and make no charge, others would charge absolutely maximum sum and I'll, I'll have you a little deal with these things. Thanks. Do you like some more, David? Hmm. Not you. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, Shall I do that? Can you manage? Yeah. Okay, I'll get the money okay. in a minute. Um, Judith, your wife? Yes. Uh, did she work in the Radcliffe? Yes. She did, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, she was... Hematologist? No, no, I'll tell you in a sec. Uh, yes. you like some more? Yes, uh, yes, please. That's fine, thank you. She was a neurologist. Ah, yes. Well, she really wanted to do chest disease in yes. London. Yes. And she was at the Brompton. Yes. And they said you ought to do more about tuberculosis. Yes. So she came down to Oxford yes. to do a DM, yes. MD, mm. with um, Honor Smith yes. in tuberculosis meningitis. Yes. 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 So she did that. And by that time, she was a neurologist, mm. you know what I mean? Yes. Because she stayed in Oxford, because we were getting married. Mm. Mm. And so she was in the neurology department mm. with yeah. Richie, yes. and she was either at Stoke Mandeville or oh, in Oxford, yes. Yes. I mean at the Churchill. Yes. Then later, she was mm. with Charles Whitty, migraine yes. clinic, yes. that sort of yes. thing. And then mm. she became a paediatric neurologist, yes. child yes. neurologist, oh, paediatric right, neurologist. Yes. Did she know, I'm sure she did... Kitten Pete. Oh, yes, yes. who died. Who died, yes. In, no, ago. indeed, yeah. who did.
No, I, I have no idea. Because many of your diabetic cases mm -hmm. uh, are forefoots yes. amputation or yes. um, uh, I forgot what you call it, down by the ankle was, yes. was fine. Sure, but I mean, we, we always reckoned not to go higher, as it yes, were, than below yes, the knee. Yes, the Gritty Stokes. The yes. limb fitting centre didn't particularly like Gritty Stokes, right. but they were very useful because a patient getting out of bed at night could, at a pinch, sort of uh, yes. put that on the chair yes. and hobble yes. across the room, as it yeah. were. It was much more use to the patient. Yes. It really well, was. I don't know what they do now. Yes. But I always um, wished I could have had a hand in or between us. Yes. In, um, hers. Was it her, hers were done for diabetic Yes, they were. Neuritis, they were. And then there was Robert Duthie, too. I mean, he got into trouble, didn't he? Oh, with yes. I don't know what happened. No. no. I didn't no. try to find <laughs> no, out. No, I didn't. No, because it was... Pretty rare to lose a limb for. Yeah. I think he had iliac um, occlusion, iliac artery occlusion. Right. Yes. Okay. Well, shall I stop this? Because you've really given us a lovely, oh. lovely lot. <laughs> but if you know, if you think of other things, just yes. say. Tissue hospital. Uh, we became um, one of um, uh, full full size. Yes, yes. I think it's a very fine hospital. Well, yes, no, I agree. I oh, which had I felt very sorry um, for Westby. Yes. Uh, what I, happened I, to him? I, I don't. I, well, I don't quite know. Uh, I don't quite know what happens. No. But I, he was a, a very good surgeon. Right. He was very unlucky that all this arose. Right. Um, but at the same time, if he wasn't getting the numbers, maybe oh. there was a case of uh, centralising them somewhere else. Yes. Uh, but I think there's no doubt about his ability as a surgeon. Right. But having said that, uh, it does require a, a very special ability to operate on a premature infant with uh, heart disease I'm or, sure or six-month-old infant. Indeed. Um, but um, I did... Uh, his name came up um, in the um, election of surgeons to become um, representatives in the um, Royal College of Surgeons, right. members of the Council of the Royal right. College of Surgeons, or, or whatever they're yeah. called. Um, uh, and to my surprise, I looked through them, I didn't know any of them. I thought, well, there's no point in voting if you mm. don't. Um, and I'm rather surprised they even offer me the same <laughs> color, But I believe in trying to take mild mm. interest. But then I noticed his name right, right. at the end. Right. W. Yes. <laughs> so I thought, well, I, I'll support this man. So I, I have supported him and I... I think he's got some very interesting ideas. Yeah. For did he get in? Do you know? Oh, no, it hasn't been decided. Right, no, okay. Because um, he, he did spend a lot of time on this cardiac pump, didn't he? Artificial yes. heart. Well, that's, yes. I, no. I mean, it could be very important. Uh, well, I, I think the technology is not quite there. That's no, the I, he's done a lot. But uh, the main issue has been on children's, yes. uh, very young uh, infants' yes. Uh, yes. cardiology. Yes. Um, but so I I hope he thrives. Yes. He's um, been a, a great asset. I, I think he's right. He should have an, a, and I think he has now got another surgeon with him, hasn't he? There, well, at one time there were five of them, yes. five cardiac surgeons. That was one of the troubles. There were too many for the number of oh, patients. Not enough work. So they all started yes. squabbling. Yes. Um, uh, but it was Westerby and Pai, P A I, an Indian, who I like very much. Mm. They were the two for some time, and then they were going to expand, and they got these other three, and then it didn't happen, as it were. Yes. And there were troubles with one or two of them, you know, the wrong instruments or the wrong mm. operations, I don't know. Mm. Mm. No, it, it was a sad business then. Mm. Mm. The fact remains that they run a, a very good uh, cardio. Oh, they do. The, the adult it. service is excellent, yes. Absolutely. And the transplantations developed well, I think. By and large. Yes. The, the renal do transplant they? did. Yes. No, sorry, not heart. No, sorry. I don't do think... Do they do any cardiac? I honestly don't know. Hmm. They didn't used to, but I don't know now. Hmm. Uh, but kidney and pancreas 
have yeah. gone well yeah. by and large. Have they? Well, kidneys know. certainly, you know, real oh. success. Yep. Pancreas about as well as anybody yes. else, which isn't yes. very good, yes. really. Um, no, I, I haven't recently seen their results and yeah. numbers, with, um, but um, Peter Morris set up a good unit there, and I, I imagine they continue. Yeah. No, um, uh, renal uh, um, transplant, I think, is terribly important, yes. isn't it? Because yeah. it is something uh, nine times out of ten will work, and will yes. work for a prolonged yeah. period, yes. um, and save the day. Um, I, I was it, I was... I had to sign up for something and they asked me, oh, driving license. <laughs>